Thank you for tuning in to this week's podcast from Discovery Church. Our hope is that this message would help you seek truth and find purpose. If you would like to know more about Discovery Church, please check us out online at mydiscoverychurch.ca. With that said, let's go to this week's message. Uh, I feel like the, the, my backyard is in like an extension of my home. Last year we bought this sectional couch from Winners, which was a sweet deal, and and. But right now, it's not in great shape. Not the couch, my backyard. I like walking around my backyard without shoes, with a dog that sometimes comes with issues. But does anybody have a neighbor or somebody on their street that their grass is way greener than yours? There's a corner lot just up from my house. The grass is always green. It's always cut. There's no dandelions in their, in their grass. And you, you know that in Edmonton, that is nothing short of a miracle. Dandelions are everywhere. But it's kind of like I drive by and I'm like, man, what do they do? What do they do to get this grass? I want this grass for one, they don't have a dog. Um, I love my dog. I really do. We just come off... Uh, fresh off of our hashtag series, we spent six weeks. And if you've, and again, if this is your very first summer, if you missed any of the last six weeks, jump online, subscribe to our podcast, listen to the last six weeks. They've been great. And we've been on this hashtag series, but we started something new today for two weeks. Next week, my wife is sharing Mother's Day. Yeah, come on. You need, to, you need to be here and you need to bring a friend and you need to bring a friend's friend's friend and you need to bring every mom and every dad and every kid and every dog that you can find and bring here because... It is going to be so good. She was like, oh, don't say that, Lauren. Uh, she doesn't love being in front of people. So come, let's encourage her next week. Let's be here. But, but we're off this, this hashtag series. And I would bet to think that about at least 90 to 95% of us has some form of social media. And I was scrolling through Facebook the other day. And I was scrolling through, we all scroll through Facebook or Instagram or Twitter or MySpace. And we're, I'm scrolling through and I, I stop. And I stop at a picture of one of my friends, and I'm, I'm looking at this picture, and the first question that comes to my mind is like, how? How do they afford the gifts and the trips and the cars and everything that they have? My mind was like, how do they? I'm like, I know what I make, and, and I know that they don't make much more than what I make, and man, I can't afford that stuff. How can they do it? And and. In an instant, I caught myself comparing my life to my friend's life. Have you ever found yourself there? Have you ever found yourself in a place where you're comparing your life or your kids? It's like, oh, their kid made AAA and my kid is a B. Or my, my, my wife didn't tell me they love me, but their wife is telling them that they love me all over, love, love them all over social media, or, or their grass is greener than mine. Have you ever found yourself caught in this, this comparison game where you're comparing your life to someone else's? If you remember uh, talks or messages or, or sermons, whatever you, we want to call this, by titles, we, I want to talk to us t- today about something that's on my heart, something that's been uh, something that I've worked through and still working through in my life, and is this caught in comparison? And I believe that God doesn't want us to be comparing ourselves to other people, even though sometimes we get caught in this trap. 
And I believe that there's, there's two traps that, I'm not a point speaker, but I got two points this morning. There's two traps that I feel that God, or that, that Satan traps us in because it will hold us back from what God uh, created us and planned for us. The Bible makes reference to all the times that, that Satan is out to like set snares and to set traps to hold us back, to, to keep us back. Because the thing is, is when he traps us, when he holds us down, when Satan holds us down, it, it will hold us back from the purposes and plans that God has for us. And he will do whatever it takes to kind of trap us. And I feel that one of the traps that he, that he, he puts out for us is this comparison trap. And that we get caught in it so many times. See, I grew up uh, near the ocean, Newfoundland, so if I put H's on or take H's off or say put for put or for lodge for lay, or th- that's my newfiness coming out. Just ask me after the translate for you, okay? But I grew up in Newfoundland, uh, right on the ocean, and there was this time of year where there would be these huge jellyfish that would wash up on, on the beach. And it was right around the springtime, and there would be waves coming in, there's huge jellyfish would wash in after all the ice would melt in. And my parents and I and my brother, we were walking on the beach, the nice, sandy, rocky, really rocky, rocky, rock beach. If you've ever been in Newfoundland, you get it. There's like very little sand. And we'd walk along, and I'd be running on ahead. If you could believe that, I'm the energetic one running on ahead. I'm running on ahead, and I would like kick these jellyfish, and I would cover them up with a little bit of sand that I have because I was going to set a trap for my family as they were coming along. They were going to step on it and slip. They would never, I'm a horrible son, they would never come and slip, but every now and then I would cover one up really well, and they wouldn't be paying attention to what I'm doing, and they'd walk along, my mom walk along, and they, they'd step on this jellyfish that was covered up with this sand, and they'd be like, oh, Lauren, are you kidding me? But the thing is, my brother and my dad, that would be coming behind, my mom would be kind of like, hey, they would warn, warn them about this trap that I set up. And that's the thing about Satan's traps, he kind of tries to hide them. He tries to disguise them. But our job is to uncover them because when traps are uncovered and revealed, the trap is no good anymore. And one of the, one of the ways that Satan tries to disguise his traps is by, by intertwining a little bit of truth in there. And he tries to intertwine a little bit of truth so it's harder to distinguish that it's a trap of the enemy. But the best way to uncover and reveal the trap is to know the truth and the best way to know truth is to know the word of God so this morning we're going to look into the word of God to uncover a little bit of this truth about comparison so one of the traps one of the two traps that I feel that lots of times we get caught up in I get caught up in is the trap that's called the greater than trap I actually came this morning, I asked uh, one of our teachers, Sharon, that uh, works with projection. I was like, what is greater than? I was like, just put it on the screen. So this is, she was like the crocodile. And I'm like, the crocodile could go this way or this way. I'm like, anyway, I'm trusting that's greater than. Um, (laughs) Sharon is greater than, right? Awesome. Cool. All right, the greater than trap. This is the trap that says this. Look at them. I must be better than them. They cheated on their wife. I only occasionally take the second look at a pretty woman. Or it might say, look at them. They spend all their money in the bar. 
at least I know when to stop and call a cab. Or, or they only go to church during Easter. I, I change my route on the way home to make sure I can drive by a church so I can wave at the people that are going in. And every now and then, if my schedule lines up, I'll go to church. This is a trap that says, God must be pleased with me because I am way better than them. I have a little bread of promises on my coffee table, and I pick one up, and I read it with my family every night. I bet you they don't even read their Bible. I'm way better than them. Okay, God, I'm not way better, but I'm at least a little bit better. I'm greater than them. It's a trap of comparison. Luke 18, Jesus, Jesus uh, uses an example, and it reads like this. He told his next story to someone or some who were complacently pleased with themselves over the moral performance. And they looked down on common people. And this is what he said. Two men went up to the temple to pray. One a Pharisee, the other a tax man. The Pharisee posed and prayed like this. Oh God, thank you that I am not like the other people. Robbers, crooks, idolaters, or heaven forbid like that tax man. Meanwhile, the tax man slumped in the shadows. His face in his hands, not daring to look up, said, God, forgive me. Give mercy to a sinner. Jesus commented, the tax man, not the other, went home justified before God. If you walk around with your nose in the air, you're going to end up flat on your face. But if you're, con- if you're content to be simply yourself, you will become more than yourself. See, Satan tries to get us in this, caught in this comparison trap. Because when we get caught in comparison, we take our eyes off Jesus and we start looking at other people. And our goal is not to be better or like other people. Our goal is to be like Jesus. See, Satan at times disguises, disguises this trap with a little bit of truth. It kind of says this, but aren't you thankful that you're not like your friend? But aren't you thankful you're not like that person? And aren't you thankful that you don't have those issues anymore? Man, you're you're doing such a good job. You're way better than them. And the lie, and the truth in there is, yes, we should be thankful. We should be thankful for God's grace and that I don't deal with those issues anymore. But it's not because I'm better than the person that still is. It's only because of God's grace that I'm, that I'm able to walk. I, we kind of say around here, we're, we're imperfect people in pursuit of a perfect God. There's no perfect people. So lots of times when, when, this, when this tendency to compare ourselves to others come, it's kind of like, well, what should we do? Because it will come. There will be traps of, of comparison. I'm doing good. I feel good this week. I must be better than so-and-so who is here hungover or still at home hungover. One of the best ways to battle a comparison game is to be praying for the person that you're comparing yourself to. It's really hard 
to, to be in this comparison game when the person that you're comparing your lives to, that I'm comparing myself to, is one of the first people that I pray for. Because this comparison starts to turn into love and compassion. And the same grace that, that came into my life can come into other people's lives. Trap number one, greater than trap. We're not greater than anybody. We're just in pursuit of a perfect God. Trap number two, the less than trap. Ever feel like you don't measure up? This is the one that I fall into mostly. I don't have that new car. Or my marriage is not as good as theirs, especially on social media. There are sometimes the things that we can't control make us, make us feel like we don't measure up. Oh, man, my, another one of my friends are having a kid, and we've been trying for seven years, and I can't have, we can't have a kid. Man, what is it? I must not be as good as them. I don't measure up. This is, this is where, like I said, where I find myself more, more often than I want to be. See, uh, it was, we're seven months old. Discovery Church, we're in, in our seventh month. We're starting to plan, get this, we're starting to actually plan our first year birthday, which is, which is crazy to me. But I have, I have two close friends uh, that have become close through, through starting a new church that started a church in Canada, in different places of Canada, the same time that we did, one week before. And man, I'm so stoked, stoked that they're doing well, but there's every now and then, again, it's, it's the world of social media because you know that everything on there is completely real and completely truth, and you should base your entire life on, on what you see on there and try to be like everything you see because everybody takes 45 minutes to get the perfect picture. But every now and then I'm scrolling through or I'm chatting to them and, hey, how you doing? How's it going? You know, how many people are coming to Jesus? And just some church talk. And every now and then I get caught up in this comparison because one of them are planting their fourth, their fourth service this September. And another one is growing rapidly. And, and, and I'm so thankful for Discovery Church. But every now and then I get caught up in this place of being like, well, God, you promised that we would be great. You promised that you would grow. And that's a little bit of the, the truth that the devil tries to disguise this, this, this comparison trap in. And I'm like, yeah, God, you did. So why aren't we 400 people in four months? Why aren't we seeing more people come to Jesus? Why aren't we seeing more? And I get caught in this trap of, of comparison. You've probably used the term caught. Uh, keeping up with the Joneses. You've probably used it before. It's like in reference to people keeping up with their neighbors or their friends or their coworkers, buying a new car or, or going on a new vacation or getting a new home or keeping up with the Joneses. We've probably used it before. And is it wrong to have people in your life that you look up to? No, Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. There's nothing wrong with it, but it's in pursuit of Christ. And again, this comparison game takes, this comparison trap takes our eyes off of Jesus and puts it on other people. And no matter if they, they are better than us or if we are better than them, it, it, per se, but no matter what it is, we're still human that sometime every human will fail. And every human won't measure up to your expectations. 
So if we're, if we're comparing our lives to anything but Jesus, and if we're in pursuit of anything but Jesus, the trap of comparison has the possibility to hold us down and to slow us up and to trap us. I'm just going to call the worship team back up. comparison trap if you could be honest with yourself this morning there's probably people in your life right now that you're comparing yourself to man I just got overlooked by a promo- for a promotion at my, at my work why couldn't I be like them Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. Sometimes we can talk about being addicted to drugs or addicted to pornography or or addicted to to wanting more money. And some of those things are the things that that hover at the top, right? And those are like the the worst of the worst. They're not the worst of the worst. Their sin is sin. We all have stuff in our lives that we're not proud of and and, and we're working through them in our pursuit of Jesus. But sometimes the things that hold us down the most are the things that don't really seem that wrong. And the caught in comparison sometimes it's not even caught. It seems more like we're kidnapped and we're stuck in the trunk of this car and we're driving away and we have no idea. We can't even shout. We can't even, we can't even like get out. We're so, so consumed and we're so caught in it that everything we see is about getting more likes or my, my follower ratio, where it is. So let's start deleting people so my follower, follower ratio is way higher. Because at that point, I will definitely be people are looking at me and wanting to be like me. And this world of social media, I, I love social media. And I think it's a huge tool to reach people for Jesus. But at the same time, it's made keeping up with the Joneses impossible because we're trying to keep up with somebody that's in Ireland that we don't even know. Our level of effectiveness is not determined by someone else. Our pursuit of Jesus, we talked about it a lot last week, what, that, that happiness is just a feeling that is, that, that is dictated by our circumstances and that, that God never promised us to be happy. His, his, his goal for us is not to be happy. His goal for us is to be drawn closer to him every single day. So as we're comparing... Maybe our comparison should be, God, am I closer to you today than I am yesterday? God, even in all my, all my crap, am I closer to you today than I am, than I was yesterday? When the sun sets free, is free indeed. God has a plan for you. 
that is bigger than anything that you've ever imagined, everything, anything that you could dream of. And that doesn't matter. You don't have to be standing on a stage to have a dream that's bigger than anything you can imagine. Imagine you can be cleaning teeth and you can be praying over people as, as, people, as you're cleaning teeth and all of a sudden they're getting healed and they don't even know that you're praying for them. God has a plan for every one of us that's bigger than just our normal day of waking up and going to work and coming home and paying our bills. So in the same way of praying for somebody when we, when we feel greater than is also praying for people that we kind of compare our lives to that are on the other side of it. When we feel less than. Because we have a tendency that when we feel less than somebody, we remove ourselves from that relationship. And we back away from a relationship and we move away from it because we don't feel like we measure up. So we, we, we keep pushing people away and pushing people away and pushing people away. But what if somebody gets that new car and you're like, God, thank you so much that my friend was able to afford a car. Thank you. Thank you for blessing them. Man, their house is beautiful. Thank you, Jesus, for enabling. Their marriage seems to be so rock solid. Thank you for an example of what my marriage, I hope my marriage will be able to be someday. What if we started turning the comparison trap, because Satan wants to hold us in this trap, but what if we turn it around and said, made that an opportunity to pray for people? See, we can battle back the traps of Satan. We can uncover them. We can reveal them. We can say, yeah, there's a trap there, but guess what? I'm going to pray for those people. And that choice is ours. So much about Christianity is about choice, and that's what makes it so fun. You have an opportunity to choose God or to reject God. You have an opportunity to choose to pray for somebody, or you can't, and you can be caught in this comparison trap. What's your choice today? Maybe you're here, and you've never given yourself, you're giving your life to Jesus before. And it might be because you've been comparing yourself to your friends that go to church. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm not that good. I, I can't do that. Or you've been comparing yourself to your, your family. It's like, man, they're way better. They, they like, I wake up and they're reading their Bibles. I don't, I don't even know if I own a Bible. And the reason that you, you haven't made a decision to follow Jesus yet is because you're comparing your life to someone else and not saying, I just want to pursue Jesus. Thanks for taking time to listen to this week's message from Discovery Church. If this ministry has impacted you in any way, we would love to hear about it. Please email us at info at mydiscoverychurch.ca.